All right. Did it so, work? Yes, it's working now. Hi. Hi. Uh, since we are going to do an interview with you today. Um, so Hi. I will start asking you questions. So Sumi Sensei, what did you think of tattoos while you were growing up in Japan? And what do you think of them now? Hmm. Well, growing up, tattoo was something that you don't really see. So growing up, I've, I don't remember seeing it because it's not common in Japan. Mm. And um, when, you, when I was small, I had no idea. And then you, you grow up a little and then you realize that it's associated with Japanese gangsters. Mm. Right? So um, I always associate it with skateboard. And every time I go to onsen, hot spring, or any pool, or uh, those sort of public spaces, they'll have a notice saying that if you have a tattoo, you cannot enter, things like that. So uh, I suppose it wasn't something that's positive, I would say, right. tattooing. But, um, but I know that what after coming to this the west i guess in the mm -hmm. states or canada i realized that or even before that i started um making friends with some exchange students or, uh studying at my university and so some mm -hmm. of them might have had uh tattoo and i've seen them and it's kind of casual so i was okay so i knew that it's uh different uh in the, in the states or in the west sure. but um when i was still like in undergrad it's not something that um yeah my my generation uh of kids will like to have a tattoo i don't think so like it wasn't something like oh it's so fashionable i want to get it it wasn't like that right um so uh but these days things are changing and uh, occasion well still it's uh not that common here i see it everywhere and yeah, it's everywhere. not it's it's fashion thing it's yeah everybody wants it well not everybody but yeah i want to get it or it's not a big deal uh but still in japan you don't uh, you don't see it as much uh in a big city like tokyo sure you might see it occasionally but it's not something that um young people would like to get it's right. not something like oh i want to get it so it's a little bit different however you will see them more and especially like a rock musician right. and some uh, maybe professional sport i don't know like yeah rock musician oftentimes uh they yeah. have tattoos so um yeah it's something it, people know that it could be a fashion not just like a gangster thing but uh yeah people's perceptions uh are totally different still different i would say so generally i'm assuming people who are in japan who have tattoos are generally foreigners then people who have yeah like so people who foreigners? yeah so like generally people who maybe even live in japan are just like just in general i guess casually visiting japan generally those mm -hmm. are the only people who mostly have tattoos see that well uh no no oh sometimes you see them so yeah. sometimes yeah japanese young people 
have tattoos. Uh, there is a type uh, who are into sort of alternative uh, okay. culture or yeah. So some people, some young Japanese people, do have it, and celebrities okay. sometimes uh, okay. have them. Yeah. Okay. So I know that. Yes, like a model. This model uh, had a new tattoo, or this actress uh, has a tattoo. We hear that, uh, that kind of stuff. And some, yeah, some skateboard, like a guy's skateboarding alternative culture, they might have it. Uh, so you sometimes see them, but it's not the frequency of, yeah, you seeing it will be uh, much, much less. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, so it's definitely a lot different here then. Um, mm. So this, this next question, this is a really big question that a, a few people sent in. Um, so what is the significance of a child's backpack during their times in school? And what do parents do with their book bags once the children are done with school? Okay, so and I'm assuming you guys are talking about the Japanese elementary grade yeah, school backpack. Yeah, I think, yeah. Right? The special, yeah, it's called Dandoseru. And it's, uh, yeah, colorful ones. Uh, when I was growing up, well, traditionally, it was... Uh, red for girls and the black ones for boys so it was only red and black and that's the one that uh, all the parents will buy for their uh, children when they enter uh, elementary school grade one Mm -hmm. and sometimes their grandparents will buy one for the grandkids and stuff like that so it's kind of symbolic uh, it's the backpack that you will first, yeah, get for your schooling, like a proper schooling, like a, uh, so it's a yeah special thing and it's kind of big. So for grade one students, it's almost as big as their body <laughs> and functionality wise, I don't, I don't think it's that functional because it is kind of big and bulky and heavy. And, uh, yeah, that's right. So it's kind of, yeah, it's not that uh, functional, but it's so, we're so, yeah, it's things, things to do, things that we do in Japan that everybody does it. So, yeah, but nowadays they sell pink, blue, all sorts of different colors. And uh, it's not cheap. So one, I don't, yeah, I don't know how much nowadays, but uh, it's not a cheap thing. So it's a, I don't know, maybe back then it was maybe over a couple hundred to 300 or something. So I don't know how much these days they go for. So it's not, uh, so it's a special thing. For sure. Yeah, that sounds very special. Like if you're spending a lot of money on it yeah (laughs) yeah and then you are to use the same bag from grade one all the way uh throughout the grade school up to grade six so you'll Mm, be using the same backpack for six years oh sure so that's why i guess it's made uh to be a bit big yeah so well that kind of explains why it's a little uh, more expensive than i suppose yeah i suppose but um uh, growing up, I, I thought that everybody will get one. And most schools or most um, kids in Japan will get it. However, I found out that there are some regions or places in Japan uh, or, yeah, uh, that schools in Japan that do not require students to have that kind of uh, backpack. Okay. And 
And there are some reasons for that I found that because because they are expensive. Sure. Uh, some government, like a local government, is worried that not every family can afford to buy such an expensive sure. backpack. So they decided to make their own, much lighter, and um, they decided to distribute each to each student. So they have a different style of bag. And um, yeah, so depending upon the place, uh, they don't have this. Uh, traditional huh. sort of yeah backpack it's kind of interesting yeah yeah for sure so once the after have, that yeah, yeah after that what do you do after that i don't know it depends upon the family i don't i have no idea what my parents did to my backpack and i guess obviously i'm not that i wasn't that attached <laughs> to it so i don't know i they probably chucked it yeah like, okay yeah she doesn't uh, need it whatever <laughs> or maybe yeah, they, they and after them, yes, <laughs> after six years, it's not. It's so beaten up. It's not really recyclable, or sure. uh, it's not. Yeah, doesn't. I don't think you can give it to somebody else. Uh, maybe if uh, people keep them as a sort of yeah sure. for the yeah memory. Sure, maybe some people keep them. Uh, in my case. I don't know why it is. I think it's gone. But uh, it depends upon the third person. Okay, sure. That makes sense. Sure. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure some parents over here is like, oh, it's my first kid. I'm sure they Mm. keep something. Most of the time it's pictures, sure. But I know as their kids grow, Mm -hmm. they keep something. It's like, all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. It's like, you know, the first shoes, People, some people here bronze their baby shoes. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I think it's interesting. Did you do that? No, my husband's parents, so my uh, parents-in-law decided to do that for my husband's first baby shoes. So we have the tiny little bronzed uh, baby shoes. (laughs) So yeah, we don't do that for this backpack. (laughs) Uh, well, that's good that you don't do it for the backpack. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So, um, based on your experiences, right. how would you compare the educational system in Japan to the American educational system? Hmm. Interesting. Well, it's uh, obviously different. Um. In so many differences, but I guess one that stands out mm-hmm. is that I'm always impressed with how um, kids here are more expressive. Oh, okay. So, like, uh, they're more willing we, to interrupt in mm-hmm. class or... Oh, yeah. You, you guys are encouraged to be original or different or yeah, express yourself. Uh, whereas in Japan, it focuses more on everybody getting along and um, sort of group uh, focused activities. And you're not, uh, if you're standing out too much, you, uh, oftentimes, yeah, uh, maybe that's not considered to be that great. Um, so that's sort of the first difference I would uh, say. Now, do you uh, think that's because of the differences in our culture? Because if I'm not mistaken, Japan's mm -hmm. a collectivistic culture, and I think America's an individualistic culture. 
Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that might be too simple to say, but I think that uh, that yeah, influences what kind of education uh, each society will have. For sure. Uh, however, but um, um, I don't, after putting my kids to school here in Georgia, uh, academically speaking, mm-hmm. I thought that, well, before uh, I thought that Japanese education system uh, is more rigid and it's more focused on acquire, acquiring knowledge, memorizing thing, and not uh, giving students that much of a skills of critical thinking and that kind of stuff. And compared to that, I thought that uh, in the States, I thought that, yeah, school will teach the kids to be, uh, yeah, think more to teach the kids to think for themselves and not really focused on uh, memorizing info. However, after putting my kids to public school here, it was because of this, uh, I don't know if you know this, but they do have this um, statewide test, testing yeah. for even for grade school, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To pass, you have to pass that one, right? Yeah, I think so when I was growing I, up, it was CRCT and now it's milestones, right? Yeah, milestones. So I found out that school here, even from yeah, gr- kindergarten and grade one, there, what teachers are worried about is for students to pass those milestones so more i was surprised to see uh how much sort of yeah rope memorization kind of thing is going on at school so that was kind of yeah not expected i thought that it's it would be different right all right so Mm -hmm. yeah so it's a little bit similar but at the same time it's different Mm-hmm. And the thing that I, I like about this uh, education system in the States or in the West is that it's more flexible. It allows yeah. students to, yeah, uh, allows a variety of students to do a different thing. You don't have to follow the same path. Uh, in Japan, if you are a little bit different, it's, it's kind of hard because... Um, yeah, if you want to do something else or if you want to take a year off or if you want to go back to school at the age of 30 or something like that, if you're doing a little bit different things, it's not that flexible in Japan. Right. But here, yeah, more variety uh, uh, provided and it's, uh, yeah, it's not looked upon like right. negatively. So that I like. That's good. Right. All right. Well, since... Uh, how long have you been a teacher, Sensei? Oh, I lost track. Long time. <laughs> well, I was asking because I was going to follow it up for sure with what inspired you to become a Japanese teacher. A teacher? Well, I started off as an English teacher in Japan. So right. I was teaching English uh, at a high school. Oh, okay. But uh, the reason why I wanted to teach was because I was not, well, I'm still not interested in money, making money. I didn't really think of money 
and uh, teaching is something that you yeah you don't have to think of money like think thinking about selling stuff or uh, yeah making profit or that kind of stuff I'm not good at and I don't really think of it so teaching you don't have to do that and I like the feeling that uh, I am contribute yeah I'm contributing to the society like I feel like I'm doing something uh to the this world that we all belong to so and learning is important to me and uh yeah well lifelong learning is very important to me so school and teaching is something i yeah i thought that it would be good yeah good fit for me for sure now did you teach english in canada as well or when did you start teaching japanese Mm-hmm. When I moved to Canada, I transferred my, I did retrain as a teacher sure. in Canada and I started teaching there at high school and I was teaching English and Japanese. So I was doing Shakespeare and poetry and stuff, grade eight, grade 11 English, uh, which was a bit strange because it, it was like you going to Baretto-san, going to Japan and teaching high school Japanese kids Japanese. Yeah. So, but uh, it was, it was sure. interesting. Yeah, it sounds uh, very interesting for sure. I enjoyed that. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I've always oh, that's, yeah, that's what ever I known you as my Japanese teacher. Um, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't ever, I can't be, I don't. I don't know. It's just weird to think that you were. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. So. And I also taught, so English, regular sure. English class like that. And I also taught English as a second language classes. So I was teaching those kids, who, immigrant kids mm-hmm. who came to Canada uh, to learn English. I was teaching so that's my expert more my uh degree is from uh degrees in teaching english as a second language so that's my main um sort of yeah expertise sure so that's what i did but now i teach japanese uh i have actually heard this is what nisha sensei said she said it's extremely difficult to teach your own Mm -hmm. language did you face the same struggles Mm-hmm. At the beginning, it was, uh, well, you had to learn the lang- like right. grammar because growing up, you don't learn the language like you do uh, for the second language, right? right? So all the terminology, like u-verb, do-verb, most people have no idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Or the how to con- you don't think about conjugation because you're just going to do it. You just do it, so, yeah. Uh, sure, it, it there was a learning curve. It's the same thing. If you want to teach English, you sure. have to learn all the yeah, English grammar. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> everything. <laughs> well, all right. Um, now, I mean, you know, I think you've been teaching Japanese for a very long time, I'm sure. But if you had the choice to teach one for the rest of your life, what would you choose, Japanese or English? Mm, not so much for me uh not so much about uh content i don't care if it's english or japanese you just like but uh i i like to yeah i like to be at a sort of positive uh school it could be uh elementary well i don't i don't do elementary (laughs) i can't do i can't do small kids i can do high school and 
up. So high school, uh, university, depend. Yes, I if it's a decent school and decent students, uh, I don't think I care much about the content. It's very sweet, something. <laughs> all right <laughs> all right sensei. so when you were growing up in japan did you have any favorite dishes i swear if you say takoyaki takoyaki well ta i wouldn't say takoyaki because takoyaki is just a festival food that you oh, get okay. at the special occasion sure, sure. so sure i loved it but it's not like you can have uh that often at home and when I was small, that's when did we we bought takoyaki pan eventually, but mm. uh, uh, takoyaki, I would not say takoyaki. Growing up as a child, I mm -mm. uh, like sort of typical uh, kids' food, which uh, include like a ebi furai, which is like a breaded shrimp, mm, deep fried shrimp. And, uh, and my mom is a very good cook, so I liked whatever she made. But also, oh yeah, because uh, Japanese, oftentimes Japanese schools have school meal. So growing up elementary school and junior high, I had school meal. So uh, my favorite school meal, yeah. And, and they these the uh, menu for the whole month. The mm. school will tell you the menu. So all the kids will check the menu and, oh, today we are having this. And, oh, today is this. I am oh, definitely sure. okay. going to look forward to it and stuff like that. So every day, different menu. So one of the, my favorite of those Japanese uh, school meal out of everything, there was this chicken dish called... Uh, uh, tori no lemon ni, so it's like a lemon chicken, and uh, it's a, uh, I think deep fried sort of lemony chicken. That was my favorite. That I was mean, my favorite uh, school meal. <laughs> you can't go wrong with chicken. Um, also, I actually, I actually remember that I think this was in our 1002 class and say I'm pretty sure you uh -huh. showed us a video. Did you make school lunches growing up as a child? Make school lunches? Sure. Or eat? No, no. Not school like lunch. School. Make them or mm. serve them. Yes. So school lunches <laughs> are made by the school oh, lunch sure. staff or ladies, and they <laughs> make it uh, in the morning. And then the uh, kids will go pick pick them up, and then uh, bring them back to the classroom. And then each the students okay. who are on the school lunch duty oh, will sure. serve okay. those food to everybody. So yeah, we oh, have to okay. do that. So every week, different group responsible for that. Sure. So yeah, okay. we did that. Other food, I I don't know why, but I really like shrimp. And growing up, shrimp I love so shrimp. Good. So sushi, <laughs> sushi is not something that kids will like uh, because it's so I wasn't really like uh, a big on sushi growing when small, but uh, shrimp sushi that uh, I liked. So every time my parents will take sushi, I would not eat raw fish one, but I was only eating shrimp uh, sushi. So I guess that was my yeah favorite sushi. <laughs> was it fried shrimp sushi or? No, that's just, well, regularly, uh, normally they put, I think they're boiled, mm. so it's cooked. Uh, 
and then they open it up and then put it on sushi rice. That sounds really good, actually. <laughs> um, for sure. I actually had some really good sushi the other day. It was fried shrimp. It was, it was so good. Oh, but nice. for sure, for sure. So speaking of um, festivals, because we actually talked about Takayaki, for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite festival in Japan? Um, and did your parents want you to join any traditional dances or learn about that? For sure. Mm. Festivals growing up, what we the big festival season is summer. Sure. So every summer, uh, my local town will have a, a festival, like a summer festival. And that's something uh, always I look forward to. Uh, and also, we have uh, fall festivals are often common because of the harvesting thing. Right. right? So, fall, we also had it. And so, I don't know if I can choose one, but growing up, any festivals are fun because it's uh, it. So it's like it's not normal. It's something special. Yeah. Uh, Every time, uh, yeah, I look forward to it, and that's the only time my parents will give me some little money to buy something at the uh, food stall. So I always like that. And you get to play a yeah, game, so you get to, yeah, do the yeah buy some yeah what's it, cotton candy oh, or yeah takoyaki or something like that. But sure. uh, summer, a little bit older, I like the the summer fire uh, firework festival. Oh, I see so that. I'm a mm-hmm. So that's pretty common in the summertime. Yeah, each uh, district or city will host a big uh, firework uh, festival. And that was so much fun because you get to stay up late and go outside <laughs> in the dark and watch the beautiful yeah, fireworks. And they're so big and so loud and it was very exciting. And great. you get to dress up in yukata ah, uh, yeah, yeah. thing, so mm-hmm. it was kind of fun. Um, do, you, do your oh, parents traditional, still have Traditional, yeah. I have my summer uh, yukata and also the kimono that I put uh, wore for my coming of age. Yes. But my parents, traditional activities that I did. Well, my mom, my mother was a teacher of Japanese oh, okay. traditional flower arrangement oh, and wow. also calli- calligraphy. Ooh. However, she never taught me either, uh, wow. either of them. Thanks, mom. <laughs> so, uh, but I, well, because she, uh, she did, did it, living. like, yeah well no she she wasn't teaching actually. Oh, she sure. had the yeah. license but she never actually practiced it so but she would do it at home so i grew up looking yeah seeing her doing it but um i didn't do it but calligraphy we do everybody does it uh they teach it at school right so i did it at school uh, and uh, well yeah my mom taught me a little so i did i would do it at home but it's not something that I thought, oh, I don't think my parents thought, oh, I, we have to do traditional thing to my child. It, it wasn't like that. I guess it was, for them, it's just something normal, something that they do. And, um, and anything else. Yeah, so I didn't do 
traditional Japanese dance. Yeah, so I don't think they were really encouraging me to get involved with, with that kind of stuff. And I know one of my friends,、uh, she was doing Japanese traditional dance,、um, but it's not something that everybody would do. She, I only know one friend that I still remember at the summer festival. We also have bone dance kind of thing. So、uh, at the festival, people will. Uh, do the dance, Japanese sort of traditional dance together. And I bumped into her at the <sighs> festival and she was dancing and she was dancing beautifully because she's learning how to do the traditional dance. And at that point, oh, maybe I should learn Japanese dance, yeah, traditional dance. I, I remember thinking, thinking that. But she, yeah, I didn't do that one. Does she still,、um, does she still do traditional dances now? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I lost, yeah, in touch with her. So I don't know. But that's understandable. So, what, what parts of Japan have you actually, like what islands or what parts, yeah, so what prefectures and whatnot have you been to Japan and to Japan? I can't speak.、Mm, I haven't traveled、uh, that much in Japan because traveling Japan. It's not that cheap.、Mm. Sometimes it was cheaper to fly to Hawaii.、Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, but, yeah, so I was born in Kyushu. That's、sure. the southern island, big island. I've been to, of course, Honshu, which is like Tokyo and big island.、Uh, and I've been to like Hiroshima, Yamaguchi, sort of edge close to.、Uh, Uh, Kyushu Island, and I've been to Hokkaido once. Oh, that's、okay. the northernmost big island. However, I've never been to Shikoku, that's the、um, a smaller ish island below Honshu. Yeah,、I、I've never、that. been made, yeah, I've never been there, and I've never been to Okinawa either, you know, the southernmost、uh, island. Yeah, so I don't. Consider myself well traveled. Well, I've been to Kyoto, Osaka, so major places, but there are so many. So we have 40, 47 prefectures, right? And I don't know. <laughs> I, out of 47, maybe I visited maybe seven or eight. Sure. So there are so many other、uh, states or prefectures that I have、uh, not been to. When you went to Hokkaido, did you see the、uh, Yuki Matsuri? Mm -mm. I went there in the summertime and、oh. it was very pleasant. <laughs> was、yeah. it?、Huh. I thought it was、mm -hmm. pretty good. Because it's,、uh, as, so it's the same sort of、uh, altitude with the, is it altitude? Latitude with、uh, Canada, right?、Oh. So, off, like lots of、uh, cities, Canadian cities will have a sister cities in Hokkaido.、Uh, so, it's, there's the summer. It's very nice because、oh, okay. it's north there. Yeah. Not、That's、that hot, hot not that humid. Yeah. Sounds like perfect、That's、weather,、it. honestly.、Mm -hmm. Nice. That sounds really pretty.、Um, let me see. So, Sensei,、Hi. I know you watch anime or you have watched anime. Growing up? Yeah, sure. What、Hi. would you say is your absolute favorite or just maybe just your favorite in general? Well, I was thinking about that. Well, <laughs> I was so. Well, we, that's something that we just watched growing up, watching different things. So 
this will give away my age. But growing <laughs> oh, <no>. up, <laughs> growing up, I if I have to choose one that I really liked when I was small, it's called. It's not something that you would know, but it's called Alps no Shoujo Haiji, and it's a Haiji in the Alps or something. You gotta Google it. It's very oh, old. What is it called? Haiji. <laughs> it's about the girl named uh, Heidi in Switzerland. And she, do you know the story? I think it's. Um, uh, Heidi Girl in the Alps. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I see that looks very. <laughs> the color. Old. No, no, I didn't say that. 74. Oh. Oh, yeah, I'm your parents' age, I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that uh, Bulman san and I have talked to you about uh-huh. Sailor Moon. Um, mm, for sure, uh-huh. I love Sailor Moon. Um, mm-hmm. Did you like Hello Kitty? Kitty chan, I was not a big fan of Kitty chan. Because mm-hmm. I know she, I was, she came mm-hmm. around in like the maybe nineties. Because that was the, that was the big anime boom, right? Kitty-chan, but Kitty-chan was never really an anime. Mm, she okay. was just a character. So she wasn't moving. She okay, was just sure. a character on okay, yeah. uh, stuff. Yeah, Yeah, Sanrio Kitty-chan, has eh? definitely put everything everywhere. Mm. <laughs> For sure. Sure. Sanrio, yeah, I like Sanrio, but Kitty-chan, I was not into Kitty-chan. I was more into Miffy. I don't know if you know Miffy. You know the bunny? Yeah. Oh, I love Miffy. She's so cute. Yeah, I was not into Kitty. Some girls into, yeah, Kitty, John, and I was into Miffy. I'm not like other girls. I like Miffy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, for sure, we, we know that you like Heidi. So, what were some well-known TV shows that you watched growing up? Are they still well-known today? I mean, I guess well-known, that means, like, something mm. that was global, maybe, for sure. Global. I don't yeah. know global. Well, first of all, the domestic-wise, uh, the all the sh- uh, the show that every Japanese child will watch is called Okasan to Isho, meaning yeah, together with mom. Okasan to Isho. Yeah, let's do it with mom kind of thing. So it's like the Japanese version of Sesame Street. I would that's say that's cute. Okay. So, so yeah, all Japanese children will watch that show. Mom will sh- uh, play that show, <laughs> show. And that's still going. Well, it started way before I was born and it's still going even today. Uh, that's the show that Japanese kids will watch. Uh, after I was thinking, yeah, any shows? Well, when I was sort of like a teenager-ish, I, uh, there were quite um uh popular comedians mm. a bunch of comedians are doing the, their shows and one uh comedian uh duo called downtown 
downtown was doing the sort of uh, started doing the music music program so they're sort of trying to mix the Japanese comedy or uh, comic with the music scene so that was quite popular and it's called hey 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 and it is still going on they're now old they're in <laughs> probably 40s or 50s or something but they're still uh they stopped once but they started doing that again now they call it hey 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 uh yeah. neo or neo i'm like i'm trying to look at it now that, sure. okay. is it uh yeah, hey music hey champ? hey Six champ. yeah that's the one. Oh, sure 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 so yeah that, I, I i like to watching that and i think um abudu san will know them because he <laughs> likes uh gaki no tsukai right so the, these people are the one that uh oh, okay. did gaki no tsukai also ah, okay. so that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that i quite like that other shows no 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 global i don't think uh i guess takeshi who there's another comedian named takeshi bito takeshi and he's a very very prominent uh, Japanese comedian and his show I think was introduced to the West as sure. uh, you know the extreme what's it called I think that I don't I forgot the, the uh, English title it's they will make people go into the uh, like school uh, courses and they will fall down and they will oh American and, Ninja and Warrior like is that like, what it is, is it I don't know I'm not sure uh mm. not sure but i'm looking at his uh profile on um wikipedia i'm not sure let me see uh outrage Koga is what he i guess he had an outrage crime crime trilogy sure um okay his film i'm not sure but boiling point not mm. sure maybe not the same not person. sure but <laughs> yeah, but the yeah, his I think his show was yeah introduced to the states uh, in the West, and they got kind of popular. And I guess I was yeah growing up, I remember watching that. Sure. Uh, so, mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Well, let's wrap this up with one last question, if that's okay with you. Sure. All right. So, if you were to move back to Japan, where would you live? Mm-hmm. And- and why would you live there? I would go back to Tokyo. I loved living in Tokyo. I lived there yeah, two separate times. Uh, both time I had a yeah, great time. I like Tokyo because, well, it's the almost like the center of the country or and lots of energy lots of yeah variety of different things you so many good restaurants good shops and everything is in the close proximity like proximity how do you say proximity. that proximity and uh, you don't need a car you can go anywhere on the public uh transportation uh so it's convenient. really the big metro place of japan mm-hmm. as a whole yeah 
Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, you're living in New York. And yeah. Some people don't like it because it's so busy and too many sure. people. But uh, I like it because of that, because of the energy and because of, yeah, something sure. interesting is always going on. But at the same time, if you go a little bit off street, you get, yeah, beautiful streets with trees and uh, beautiful parks. And we still yeah, can sure. get that. So I like to i could see if i am like 80 years old uh, old lady i can live in yeah i can live in tokyo uh, and i could walk to like a local yeah grocery store and get a little shop there's a sweet here and have a tea at the cafe and yeah i really like the fact that there's so many tiny little businesses everywhere any yeah even if yeah if you get on any station of uh train line in tokyo and you will find a yeah street full of yeah packed with stores and shops and cafes and restaurants and whatnot sounds like a good time i think i will i will go back there that sounds good um would you ever take your family to tokyo Well, we lived in Tokyo before moving to Georgia. So my son, the second uh, son was born in Tokyo. And the the, older son, he spent two and a half years in Tokyo. So he was going to kindergarten there. Oh, I didn't know. Although he doesn't remember. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, especially the second one, (laughs) baby. So he doesn't remember anything. But uh, yeah, I like to take them back for sure. a visit. I was actually planning to go back this, this summer, year. but it didn't happen. Sure. So hopefully sometimes, uh, yeah. I actually had no idea your uh, sons were from Japan. I, for some reason, I actually don't know why. I had the impression that they were born in Canada. Well, well Kai, the first one was born in Canada. Ah, uh, And then okay. we... Yeah, so the first one in Canada and the second one I had it in Tokyo. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Sensei. Well, I think we have gone through all the questions because uh, some of the other questions you actually already answered through your answers. Mm-hmm. So, arigatou gozaimashita. Yeah, arigatou gozaimashita. I hope it was entertaining enough. Of course. <laughs>